Alright guys, we have a great show for you today. Uh, a lot of local releases. We're going to talk about the hottest things at the Super Bowl because we're going back to the dance, baby. Yeah. So, uh, stick it around for this Risky Biz intro and we'll, uh, we'll see you in a couple seconds. Nah, but I heard it on a podcast. What you know about craft beer? You were drinking Bud Lights last year. But I heard it on a podcast. Nah, but I heard it on a podcast. What you know about craft beer? You were drinking Bud Lights last year. I want a showboat. But I gotta go, bro. Got a cooler in a cellar full of trillion beers. Yeah, I'm talking a boatload. Never in a million years. Would I ever drink a Michelob? Oh no. They might have brewed this beer from elephant feces. Hmm. What an elegant species. And you better get me, please. Another weird beer. Make it real clear. Noob said to have it. Smooth on the palate, but super hoppy. The ABV turned loose to choppy. The way we drink is a little bit reckless. Yes, but I never left Ben's when he cracking open the cold one from the vault, wall to wall. Don't spill at all. You're listening to the new podcast if you like to wait two hours for one growler you come two to the right hours, place we love it. and if we you need it. someone to mule your beers mo's wife will do it with a baby in her stomach now that's commitment and that's the difference between ben mo and you so up your vocabulary and grab a beer because this is noob correct noob this is noob this is noob this is noob correct correct all right here we are mo noob number 30 Welcome, we're back. Big. This is a milestone. We're back. We're going back to the dance. <laughs> we are. That's that's true. I got my Patriots hat on. Yeah. I'm ready to roll. I just took my Patriots hat off, but I I, I wore mine because you had yours on, and now you know whatever. Ipso facto. I'm a hipster <laughs> like that. So uh, let's go down the tap list here, quick. Kind of a mixed bag for you today. We have some local releases, and what are you drinking? We're gonna do a top five for uh, items that you'll find at a Super Bowl party. Yep. Um, <laughs> we are doing a little mixed bag after that. We have a couple news stories here and there uh, about a local Rhode Island brewery. We have something out of a Brooklyn brewery. We have a favorite brewery out of Charlton. We also have another beer forum topic that we'll get into after. Um, a lot of stuff. Yeah, and then we will end it, as always, with show for the week. So, Mo, uh, we'll start it off with what are you drinking, dude? Uh, right now, I just grabbed us some um, Danger Danger. Oh, nice. Uh, nice. From Mystic up in Chelsea, Mass. Went mm. there last week, had a job interview in Everett. Yeah. Uh, so the obligatory had to go to Night Shift and Mystic. Um, I forgot that they were so close together. Yeah. Like, literally, right down the road. Throw a right? rock and hit Mystic from Night Shift. Yeah, it's like an industrial road. There's yeah. not like a lot of traffic on it. Beat ass road, though. Yeah, well. Like, you, you know. need four wheel drive, I feel like, if there's any kind of snow on the ground. Yeah. I beat my car up pretty good, but I got some great beer in the process. Three IPAs from them on tap, which was crazy. And you got some beer mail this week, right? Yeah. Um, well, I got the, the Vanished Valley in today. Okay. Um, and if USPS is to be trusted, <laughs> which they're not, uh, <laughs> the not. the crawlers from Tired Hands should have been on the front steps already. Oh, yeah, it was crawlers. It was supposed to be here by 8 today, and it is not. Yeah. So... I'm mildly concerned that it got trapped up in the mail, but yeah, the, well, it doesn't uh, say any. It doesn't give me any updates like that. It didn't say like spilled or broke or anything like that. So I feel good about it. Well, but. yeah, I hope not. I hope you don't get that update for your sake. <laughs> Thanks, I appreciate that. Uh, but going around, uh, I I got nothing left, Mo. I got no beer left at all. I'm going to the 
to the package stores. I'm drinking Shell for the week. So I got yep. a couple of stouts well. and sours here or there that are made for shares and, you know, for our new review segment that we'll get into later. But uh, nothing that you're just going to sit and drink in a whole session, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've been there. But restocking soon. Uh, this weekend around New England will go. Tilted Barn closed this weekend, Mo. Don't know if you saw that. That's it's special, special Monday hours, but they are closed this weekend. Some kind of family um, vacation or something. Got to respect it. Yeah, so they'll be open next week. You can get beer in time for the Super Bowl. Uh, Buttonwoods in, what was it, Warwick? Is that where Buttonwoods yeah. is? It's right, right Warwick, off the highway Hansen. there. Uh, do, releasing their collab with Long Live this week, <laughs> Bad Dudes and Dudettes. It's a one and a half IPA, which sounds kind of cool. It's yeah, kind of great, a tweener there. Great art on that too. That's yeah, that was really funny. <laughs> and they quoted it as straight tangerine juice. Yep. So I'm excited to try that. Long live doing a lot of good stuff. Buttonwoods, a brewery that we're really close with, and, yep. and put out some cool funky stuff. So hopefully we can get our hands on that. Foam put out a new double IPA this week. Uh, Sunshine Superman. Oh, damn. Eight point nine percent. They said it has mango, resin dank, stuff like that. Hmm. I haven't um, seen any of that around. Growler only right okay. now, the no Makes canning. Um, but that sounds delicious and foam puts out some some great stuff. Liquid Riot. Uh, they do a bourbon barrel aged stout called Straight to Blackout. They did it <laughs> they did this batch in maple bourbon barrels. Fantastic. And they said it, it it's supposed to be fantastic. So they're uh, they're releasing that. Uh, I love maple and stouts. In love those that. little pill bottles too. Oh, it's cool! Uh, like a seven fifty pill bottle, which that's is really a jam. Good. Yeah, maple is that's a really good flavor to go with those. Like it eliminates the bitterness that you yes, might find. Absolutely in, in balances stout. it out really well. It's perfect. Uh, start line got a new Canon batch. They posted a day uh, a day ago, so yesterday on Instagram. They got their original, their Hopload, Hopload Citra. Yep. They did Honey Ritual. I don't remember trying that one. We I have with. tried that one, but we didn't try that. Ale, probably made with some local honey. Yep. Uh, and they put Acrobat that we nice. we got in Crowlers. They made it in cans, awesome. uh, 16-ounce cans. That was probably my favorite. Yeah, that was a really good beer. That was a really solid beer. And uh, the last one was Turtle Swamp Brewing, which I've mentioned before. It's yep. out of Jamaica Plains in Boston. They put out a beer called All Ears Golden Ale. Uh, it's a hundred percent Massachusetts ingredients, and it uses uh, malted corn made out of Massachusetts. That's cool. And a malted grain locally too. So that's what you got going on. Avoiding some of the big dogs this week, you know. Yeah, but you we'll, can't always, you know, you can't always do that. Yeah, we'll go into a Super Bowl week, you know, of so course. we can stop up for the big game. Uh, big so game. that brings us to uh, a top five that's near and dear to our heart. It's items that you will find at a Super Bowl party. Mo and I quabbled over this. We were going to do top five beers from the Super Bowl cities, but Boston's yeah. in it. We do Boston beer every week. Right. And, but, like, the top five would be from here. Yeah. Well, yeah, maybe, maybe, maybe one. Maybe, maybe one sneak sneaks in, in there. there, but that's it. <laughs> uh, but, so, instead, we'll go with the top five items that you find at a Super Bowl <laughs> party. I'll try to give you a creative pairing with each one of mine. I don't know if I really can, but... But I'm going to try it. Uh, Mo, do you want to put them in chronological order? Do you want to go 5 to 1? Do you want to go 1 to 5? What do you What do you feel like doing? Let's um, Let's just go back and forth. Yeah. Okay. You know, start from the top or start from the bottom. Just surprise me with uh, with what you got. Okay, I'm, go I'm going to start number 5. Um, number repeats? Five, are we doing repeats? 
We can repeat. Okay, because yeah. you're going to say th- some things that I'm going to say, I, yeah. I would assume. I don't, I don't want to trick you. You know, I don't want you to steal my stuff either. Okay, so. all right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Well, I got my list right here. Number five uh, for me is Doritos. Oh, I don't one. eat a lot of chips, but at, at a football <laughs> game, especially at a Super Bowl party, the big bowl of Doritos, Hell yeah. cool ranch, you got nacho oh, yeah. cheese. Got to have it. The commercials are awesome. Yep. Uh, pairs well with a nice pale ale. You know, it does. Okay. So you get the nacho cheese. Yeah. Maybe something with a white can gets a nice hand orange handprint yeah, on the Yeah, that'd be good. What would be a good white can? Like a, I mean, monkish cans of yeah, white. Some kind of, have a some kind of trillium can. Yeah, there you go. Trillium would work. Something like that. Dope. But Doritos, any flavor, really. Okay, Good any flavor. Yeah. Huh? All right. I love it. Um, my first one that I want to go, kind of in the same vein, but more of a, a dipping apparatus. Okay. Got to have some guacamole. Yeah. Yep. That's a must-have. I love guac. I don't care if it's homemade. I don't care if it's from a jar from Tostitos or some bullshit. Guacamole is <laughs> guacamole. Yeah. It's, you know, it's it's amazing. And yeah. you got to have it at a party. I love so, a good guac. Give me give me some good corn chips, corn tortillas, and some guacamole. Yeah. That's, uh, that's a staple. That's a that's a good one, Mo. I, I of course, am going from my five to one at, at this point. So I'm going to jump around. Yeah. That was like three for me. Number four for me, uh, this is a surprise where nobody really thinks of this at a Super Bowl <laughs> party, but cookies. You need something Ooh. sweet to break it up. Yeah, you, know, you should have some kind of dessert. There's a lot of salty food. A lot of salty, a lot of fatty food. So I went cookies or Damn. maybe some kind of finger dessert, brownies. Last week for the game, a guest brought a cannoli, like a cannoli dip with a tortilla chips. So what? Not tortilla chips, but the cannoli shell chips. Nice. Yeah, that's that's clever. Shout out to Steph and Taylor, friends of the show. Nice. Good for them. That's. Uh, I did not. Th- I wasn't thinking dessert. Yeah, and you I can like... always pair it with a nice stout. Yeah, of course. You know which. Um, Balance the sweetness out. Damn. So what I, do you got? What's I your? Didn't, uh, I didn't go dessert, man. Now okay. I'm like upset that have, I didn't think of that's that. That's all right, well, You know, I mean, what are you gonna do? All right, my next one. Uh, Just makes them all the time. Uh, pigs in the blanket. Yeah. Gotta have them. Love pigs in the blanket. Um, there's not much better than a pig in the blanket. It could have some kind of sauce, maybe a barbecue sauce, maybe yeah. a. So I mean, it really doesn't matter. Even, even ketchup's all right with me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But one thing I will say to not bring. Is any kind of imitation pigs in a blanket? Now, what would imitate that? A sausage of some kind? No, nope, I'm fine with that. Okay. What I've run into recently, I won't name any names because some people might listen to the podcast and be offended. Maybe they put carrots. No, don't. I don't wanted to punch dare. it, dude. The first time I saw him, I'm like, "Oh, pigs in a blanket!" Grabbed one. No, it's a carrot. Oh, they had it with like this God. cucumber ranch sauce or something. So I was like, "Oh, you can get the sauce with the, This looks great." Dunk it in, it's a freaking carrot. And they even hide it. They don't leave like the ends poking out. Yeah. They wrap the carrot completely just to throw you off. You're liable to break a tooth. The, you don't know even know what you're I mean, getting that, into. That sounds like a guy it's with terrible. Eight, with eight year old beer in his fridge is what that sounds like. Damn, you call him right out. <laughs> he eats a lot of veggies. Well, he, does eat a lot, he does eat a lot of veggies. Uh, man, a Damn. carrot in a blanket, you you just bamboozled me, bro. <laughs> I cannot even believe that that's a thing. That's a thing, man. But, Oh God! Uh, well, you know, I mean, now now I'm literally flabbergasted. <laughs> yeah, I can't even think of why you would do that to yep. a carrot. Well, uh, but my number three food um, at a Super Bowl party is sliders, Ooh. and you don't really go to like a high end like slider, like a hamburger type slider. Yep, I'm more of a, a ham and cheese slider. Yep, I was type just of guy. Say. like a finger sandwich yep. slider. Uh, they're really good. They're easy to make for a lot of people, and they're really tasty and kind of 
soak up some of that alcohol for the yeah, uh, boozy for sure. the boozy barley wines that you drink during the game, you know? Jess actually just made ham and cheese sliders the other day, and I know Liana's made them before, yeah. too. Yeah, she makes them a lot. Hell yeah. Which, uh, they're a great, great host uh, Ham and Swiss sliders. NFL venues. Some kind of honey mustard sauce on there. Yeah, anything. Hell yeah. Like mayo, those, regular Those mustard, buns are the best part. Yeah. Those, like, Hawaiian buns yeah. or whatever. Yeah, a little sweetness the, to yeah. them. They cut out the salty. It's beautiful. That's, that's it's what beautiful you need. thing. Uh, mode number three. <clears throat> I... Wanted to go a little bit in this, you know, we're always talking about beer. Yeah. We like to drink. Obviously, the Super Bowl is a huge drinking day. Big. But if you could eat your alcohol. Wow. Two birds, one stone, jello shots. Okay. Not like something that. that you would necessarily like every Super Bowl party has to have them. Mm-hmm. But I think this is, you know, you go colored, themed colors. For, yeah. You know, red, white, and blue for the Patriots. Yeah. If you're an Eagles fan, you know, eh, sorry. Yes, but, you know, yeah. green and white. You know, you can do some cool things there. I don't really white. No, you can do white. Shot. It represents the Crisco that they have to yeah. put in their poles so they don't <laughs> Like the yeah. Neanderthals they are. Yeah, there. I mean, you could do that. But red, you could do it like raspberry, yeah. blueberry, and all kinds of cool things. But jello shots, kill it. That is good. I like I like a, a good rally shot when your team's behind in the yeah. game as well. Or after every touchdown. You mix it in. Do yeah. your own thing. Yeah, whatever happens. Whatever your mood is uh, during the game. My number two, uh, heading on to some of the heartier foods, boneless wings. Uh, I mean, you can't really argue. Yep. I, I don't like to eat a lot of messy things. I mean, it's tough to avoid at a, at a Super Bowl party. That's why I kind of stayed away from a lot of the dips and things. But yep. That's a good, a good one. boneless wing. I mean, bone, <clears throat> bone-in wings. It's like Jurassic Park. I, I, got I love that, face. though. I, I did, too. But at a party, I mean, I got it down my arms, up that's to my... True. That's true. Sometimes I get it on my shoes. I don't even understand how it happens. But. That's true. At a party, maybe not so much, but I definitely prefer the bone in to the bone out, but I see okay. what you're talking about. Yeah. I mean, I guess I, I always prefer boneless, but I do enjoy bone in, too. You guys so. had wings at the last party, didn't you? We did. How yeah. were they, Where were they from? They were from Wings over New Bedford, which is nice. a chain all throughout Massachusetts. Good wings? Uh, they were very good. Unfortunately, uh, the parties that be got the sauce on the side, what? which... Not a big fan of. What? Not a big fan. I have to apply my own sauce. I mean, what's next? I have to go there and fry them, too? Yeah, that's I mean, stupid. Come on. But um, they come with onion rings. They come with french fries. It's great. It's nice. great platter. I think we're going to do it again for the dance. You yeah, know? why not? Um, shout out to Jay for the wings, right? Shout out to Jay, Jay yep, yeah. And Mikey V for almost holding us back from that. He almost um, held you back from it? Yeah. Well, that sounds he, like a story for off the He yet. wanted his own thing. Yeah, you know how he is. Yeah, but, with the chicken tenders. Yeah, I hear you. Yeah, um, Mo, you're number two. Um, well, I mean, I might as well just do it now because, I mean, the wings were going to be on mine too. Okay. I was going to go yeah. bone-in wings. I was yeah. going to go buffalo. That's like my real, that's Got my it. go-to. Got it. Um, really no other, I mean, like gold, like a gold fever or a gold rush yeah. sauce. Yeah. Those are bomb too. So I'd, I'd definitely go either them or, uh, or buffalo, but bone-in for me. Yeah. The, the problem is if I go buffalo, I need the blue cheese. I like, yeah. need it. I can't yep. eat it without the blue cheese. I so. have to have blue cheese. Um. My number one, uh, this goes back to it, this is all of it built into one, it's buffalo chicken dip. Um, that was on my list originally, and then I was like, I'll just do wings. It's a nice, thick, cheesy dip, it's mainly cream cheese based. Yep. It's got a little bit of buffalo sauce, little tang, little bite, it's got the meat of the chicken in there, fits on a chip, it's not overly messy. Yeah. I mean, if you drop it on yourself, yeah, sure, it's going to be messy. Now, you, have you made buffalo chicken dip? Yeah. Do you times. shred the chicken, or do you, like, cut up the chicken, just, like, kind of cube it? I like it cubed. And do you do grilled chicken or fried chicken? 
I do like baked chicken. Okay. In the oven. All right. I, I mean, I've seen both ways done. Yeah, I've, I've done shredded. it with like rotisserie chicken, so nice. like in a in a pinch. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I prefer the nice white mm. breast meat. Holds up better. Nice. Doesn't uh? Sometimes I think if you like really shred the chicken too fine, it becomes almost like a paste. Yeah, I don't the like the shredded part. I like to tell what I'm eating. You know, like not like a hot dog, a carrot type of thing. This you is Mux's I mean? thing, right? That he always brings. Uh, he brings yeah. buffalo dip. Yeah, he brings his. But his, kind his version of your recipe. Well, his mother makes it. So oh, that's adorable. I, I don't know. Yeah. yeah We'd have to ask her. Shout out to Mux's mom. Yeah, shout out to Mux's mom, friend of the show. <laughs> my number one. Yes. I, this is like my favorite snack food. Okay. So I don't, I can't. I, I already know what it's going to be, but. Really? Uh, maybe, I don't know. I don't know yeah. if you do. I, I feel like this needs to be at like just every party in general. Mm-hmm. Um, but I can't remember the last time I've actually seen it at a Super Bowl party. Scallops wrapped in bacon. Oh, wow. That's a high-end party. Yeah, it's classy. I wouldn't call that a snack food either. I what? Call that, that's like a... That's finger food, dog. Delicacy. On, on the toothpick, you just like... And then you have the toothpick for picking your... Yeah, sure. I mean, yeah. that's what it's made for. What did you think I was going to say? I thought you were going to say pretzels. Oh, you yeah, love, pretzels. I mean, that's... Pretzels. I do love pretzels. Um, pretzels yeah. are great, wow, great snack. Scallops and bacon. Scallops I mean, and bacon. I've never seen that at a Super Bowl party. I've seen it at maybe some weddings. Maybe at some weddings. Yeah, at weddings. Maybe, I had it at my wedding. Yeah, maybe if... Uh, Scallops and bacon, wow. Yeah, it's classy as hell. That is a... Um, Love me some scallops and bacon. That is great. That's a that's mm. a great list. Uh, there you go, guys. Top five Super Bowl items. If you're thinking of things to make or bring to your party and uh, you're looking for some people to hang out with, we'll we'll come by. We'll eat the food. Yeah, if absolutely. Uh, if you just want to call us up. Um, whatever you got. We'll drink scallops your beer. Scallops wrapped in bacon? <laughs> we'll eat your beer. We'll <laughs> eat your food. We'll drink your beer. Whatever you got. We'll eat your beer. I don't give a shit. <laughs> we will. I've been known to do some crazy things <laughs> on Super Bowl night. But Go Pats. Um, shout out to the Go Pats group as well. For Every Super Bowl. Wait, wait, before we even go any further. Yeah. You do some crazy shit at the Super Bowl. Like you what? sit on the couch and just stare at the TV because no. you're so worried. I've never sat on the couch. I sit in the oh, kitchen. I usually stand. Yeah, or... I just stand the whole time. Yeah. I, I can't stand. Barely speak. I, I don't you like get it. nervous. I don't like the Super Bowl when, uh, when my <laughs> boys are in there. <laughs> Uh, but that is the top five items from both Mo and I that you will see at a Super Bowl party. I uh, just want to do a little tease here because we did mention it before. Our impromptu beer review. We just posted the trailer tonight. So uh, This podcast will be up tomorrow, so you'll have seen it either yesterday or go in the group and check it out or check out our fan page. We posted it on there. Uh, our YouTube channel is kind of uh, in the works, I guess. It's okay. just, yeah, just kind well. of a raw thing. But uh, check out the trailer. It's kind of funny. We we went kind of a funny, lighthearted route with it. So <laughs> hopefully you do enjoy it. And uh, we'll be coming to you. I'm hoping to do every Tuesday. We talked about it. Impromptu Tuesdays. Yeah. Uh, if we can get the the uh, listeners in a pattern. And we'll try to get It'd it. I'm best. also working to see if we can get it to a video podcast on iTunes. I don't know really... Yeah, I don't know takes. much about that. I don't know what that takes, but we'll we'll check it out. We'll see what we can do. Hopefully it doesn't take any high-powered cameras or recording equipment. <laughs> yeah, I don't think we don't it have will. that. I doubt that. Good. Um, so now we'll dive into our mixed bag of what's going on here in New England beer. Um, locally, the first item that I want to get to, Mo, is uh, the closing of Bucket Brewery. Yeah, kind of a um, sad one. Which is in Pawtucket. Uh, I never got a chance to go to, to Bucket Brewery. They're not closing for... A couple months, it says, or in the coming months. Yeah. Uh, so they're gonna sell it. 
Uh, they were founded in 2010. They have a 10-barrel system, 3,400 square feet. They're looking to sell it as a turnkey facility. So if anybody out there is looking to move up or... Um, that's another thing that we talked about. Some of the local breweries down there looking to expand, get bigger. Might be a good look for Long Live. That's the first thing that popped into my head. Might be a good look for Tilted Barn, something like yep. that. Or uh, Tilted Barn, for sure. Somebody that's really close that wants to just move up to a little bit bigger facility mm-hmm. uh, and kind of have the availability of a tap room as well. Yep, those were the first two that popped into my head for sure. We've kind of talked about Tilted Barn f- yep. uh, expanding into any facility that opened up have you been out to a bucket before no i've never been there i've tried a few of their beers at like beer festivals and stuff but um and i think i had them on tap once at a a bar in providence okay but i I was never really impressed with them yeah um i mean a cool name for a brewery i guess i mean it it seemed like a like a decent uh decent concept but uh never really blown away with their beers i mean i I don't. I hate to talk bad, and I don't really have much bad to say. But I mean, I wasn't super shocked. Yeah. That they closed. I mean, it sucks to close a business, you know, especially one you've operated for eight years. But um, you know, not super super shocked. I didn't realize it was that big though. Yeah. Ten barrels. I mean, that's a that's a decent amount of beer. That is right in downtown Pawtucket, from what I hear. Um, this is again. We saw that I I come from the golf industry. So I saw this a lot in golf is the oversaturation of the market. Yeah. It's it's a popular moneymaker and everybody knows it is and they they get into it and a little bit uh too ambitious, bite off more than they can chew before they have the following. Um and you're gonna start seeing these more and more, unfortunately. Smutty knows, uh yeah. bucket brewery now in in back to back weeks and it seems to be those guys in the middle. Yeah, you gotta stay small. You gotta like the really small, small, small ones, small, obviously, like do really well because of exclusivity. Yeah, and they, you know, they create their own demand for their product because yeah. it, it's hard to get. You know, like for the longest time, we, how long have we been talking about Vanished Valley? Yeah, and we've never even had one of their beers before. Yeah, but like we just keep hearing like how awesome it is, how great their stuff is, and you know we've never even had anything, mm-hmm. and that's because they're so small. But and then like you have the bigger ones. Um, Sam Adams, Harpoon, all those employees are, you know, they're doing fine. Those those businesses aren't aren't closing their doors anytime soon. But it's the guys like kind of caught in the middle. Like, yeah, we're distributed, but not a lot. Yeah, yeah, we're on tap at some places, but not that many. You know, it's like you, you got to either grow, yeah, or just shrink it and and do what you're good at and get down to like the brass tacks and focus on the basics. Yeah, and, I mean, it's unfortunate, but. Uh, we'll post the article about uh, Bucket closing their doors uh, from the 990 WBOB li- Liquid Lunch page. They posted an article about it. We'll share it um, on our New England Weekly Beer Discussion Facebook group and our fan page as well. Uh, spoke with Camden from Other Half this past weekend. Got a chance to see him. He came up. Yeah, he came up here. I I'd asked Todd to to hang out or do something and he said that camden was coming by so yeah yeah he came up uh we had drinks on saturday night i feel like i tried every beer that other half ever made uh they made a berliner weiss uh, for the first time ever with some icelandic uh, brambleberry which was very good sweet so we got to talking and he said that they can't really risk making too many berliner weisses with it contaminating their other stuff yep so they bought a new tank Oh, shit. Uh, a bigger tank to handle some of their uh, experimental stuff. 
Only problem is, well, that tank is 25 feet high. <laughs> Their ceilings are 12 feet high. What? So, so what they do? Cut a hole in the ceiling? So, have you seen Honey, I Shrunk the Kids? They yeah. either need that machine or they, oh, yeah. they're going to cut a hole in the ceiling. Is what he said. They're going to cut the hole in the ceiling to make it fit. And they'll be able to punk out, pump out Berliner Weisses and Sours and things like that going forward. Did they not think that one through? Or? I, I think they did, they did think it through. It was just something like... It was like, now that they want to change out of necessity, not just because, okay. like, you know, just because. But I guess they got a good a good deal on the barrel from what he told me. Uh, their Berliner Weiss was really good. It it wasn't super, super tart. It was it was pretty balanced. Okay. Uh, but it was good. And I got to try those triangle tests, too, which were, oh, which were interesting. Uh, I think uh, Todd, sponsor of the show, has a couple cases of them at his house, actually, so... He might what? be able to hook this show up. Um, he might be a guest co-host with you next week too, because I'm I'm gonna oh, be yeah, out of yeah, town. Oh yeah, yeah, you'll be think. gone. That's right. So there you go. Um, yes. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Have fun in Houston or Texas yeah, exactly. or wherever you're going. The next uh, item on our mixed bag is from a big brewery. You may have heard of them, Treehouse Brewing Company. Uh, once or twice. Out in Charlton, Mass. Treehouse had the idea. If you've been to their new facility, they do pours for the first time ever. Uh, that I know of, other than their three-day pour license or whatever they did, yeah. single-day pour license. Um, when we started going, they were doing plastic cups. Mm-hmm. Plastic, clear, solo That's all cup. we got. The yeah. Gr- green and bright, I think I had. But yeah, plastic cups. Solo. They wanted to add to their uh, beer-drinking experience, and they invested in some Willie Belcher specialty glasses with a logo on them that was not for sale. Yeah. Um, maybe a little naive. Because extremely <laughs> naive. Because they made a post two weeks after they got these glasses in that two hundred and sixty nine of them have been stolen. Yeah. Um. That was just two weeks ago. I can't imagine what the number is now. But they I'm surprised are, it wasn't more. They're reaching out uh to try to contact authorities about anybody posting these on eBay and kind of asking some of the beer groups if anybody knows any of these people. But, uh, Mo, what do you think on this? Is it okay for them to be reaching out to beer groups and saying, like, it isn't... Like, I, I, don't, I feel like that's very, like, naive. Yeah. Um, I, I, I don't know what they were thinking. No, me either. I don't know what they expected to happen. Yeah. I mean, you have breweries that just have, like, plain tulips, and those get stoned. Yeah, yep. You know what I mean? And that's just, that's just because. That, that's just what people do. Yeah. When I was younger, I used to do it too. I haven't stolen a glass from a brewery or bar in years, but I mean, me and Jess used to do it all the time. That's yeah. how we got all those glasses that I'm getting rid of because <laughs> I don't want them anymore. But you know, it, that's not surprising. And to think you could do like, oh, this is a limited edition. This, you can't get this anywhere else yeah. except for when you have a draft here. Uh, yeah, those are gonna get stolen. Yeah, they said they were doing it to prevent theft. It, it doesn't make any sense. You nope. actually make the demand higher when you don't sell it. So what they could I have avoided it may, also by selling the just selling the glass in the tap room. That might have reduced it a little bit. Yeah, I I think it would reduce it a bit. I I could almost guarantee that if they did plastic cups with their logo on the side, you could buy those on eBay for like substantial Absolutely. money. Absolutely, I, I would bet that. <laughs> so no why, question. Why didn't they just do that? Get a nice sturdy plastic cup with your logo on the side. I mean, does it really make a difference if you drink a beer out of a plastic glass or a Willie Belcher pint glass? I mean, they say it does, but does it really? 
No, I mean, you kind of want to promote people going outside, too, and, like, hanging out at the yeah. brewery. I mean, yeah. I, I think they're getting to that point where they're, you know, that now they're just doing pours, and it's not... I, I didn't read, was it a number per person or something? Or did they kind of throw that out now? Uh, no, I, I still think they're doing, they're doing two like pours. two per person I or something. I still think so. Yeah. I think they're going to get to the point where they want people to hang out outside. Come watch the band, mm-hmm. stay for some food... You know, uh, hang out by the fire if it's you know if it's chilly out or whatever. Yeah, you don't want people out there with glasses. You know, they're gonna break them. Isn't it? There's always three hundred kids running around at treehouse. Yeah, running around broken glass. You know, you don't want to get into that. Just stick with the plastic cups. Throw a little treehouse on the side. Call it a day. Yeah, I I just don't see what they were thinking. I mean, they the glasses can't be that expensive at the no. bulk that they had to buy them at anyway. So it's not like they're really taking that. A beaten, I I don't think, but I mean, what can they cost? Twenty five cents a, a pot at the, the glasses. Big... I I bet I would bet that it's almost as much money to get their logo printed on it. Yeah, it's probably than it is for the glasses. Yeah. I mean, I would think if they're buying in bulk, which I would assume that yeah. they would do, I would think it could not possibly be more than two bucks a glass. Yeah, like full cost. But I mean, I I don't know. Just strange. It's a strange thought. I mean, and it was just a standard pint, right? It was like a yeah. It was like a regular, a regular pint glass, almost huh. a little more narrow. But yeah, yeah. But still, I, I, don't, I don't know what they expected. I, don't know what they I was saying. kind of surprised. And there. I went on eBay just to check it out, and I saw like five listings, fifty bucks a glass, like crazy stuff, <laughs> like crazy. Have you ever seen the eBay postings where people post their beer? Uh, if you don't know, if you have a, you, you won't do this because you'll just go to Treehouse like a normal human. Yeah. But people will sell empty Treehouse cans on that. eBay. I've seen that. Yeah. But they're not empty. Yeah. Oh, they okay. just have to say empty because you can't oh, sell beer on eBay. Okay, that's that the makes code. More sense. Yeah. That's the code for having. That's the Treehouse beer you buy in a four pack or whatever. Oh, nice. So if you ever see empty cans with Treehouse, you're supposed to message the seller. Yeah. And just be like, hey, you know, you have these doppelgangers, you know, just between me and you, you know, these. Yeah. These aren't empty cans, and they'll tell you oh, man. that they're nice. they're actually beers. But eBay will take it right down if it says if it doesn't say that. So. No kidding. Well, good to know. The more you know. Today I learned. <laughs> uh, and the last item in our mixed bag, Mo, is going to be very Mo centric. <laughs> uh, it's a storm that's taking over the beer world. Joe Farrow informed us of this a couple months ago, probably. Yeah. Uh, Mo, you've been big into this lately. And yeah. It is Razzles. Yeah. Um, for those, I'll hang my head home, in shame. For those at home that don't know about Razzles, uh, it's basically a beer raffle, is what yep. it is. Absolutely. Um, you can explain it a little better than I, Mo. Sure. I've never done it, but so there's two different lotteries that they use for Razzle drawings. Uh, the Razzle, uh, Razzle is just like you said. It's a it's a beer raffle. You're buying spots. Yeah. Uh, you're buying a number either 0 through 9 or 1 through 17. There's two different lotteries that they use. The 0 through 9 is the Illinois State Lottery uh, called Fireball. Okay. Uh, it's a pick 3, and then they have a Fireball number, similar to Powerball. Um, it's like a bonus number. Yeah. Whatever the Fireball number is, that's the winning number for the day. Uh, and it's always okay. 0 to 9. Well, the 1 through 17 is Florida Lottery. They do a similar... You know, I don't even remember what it's called because most of these are zero through nine, um, but it, they do some kind of Powerball type number where it's one through seventeen. Okay. The only times you really see the the one through seventeen is when either a beer is really high end, and they're 
you know they need to get 17 spots at yeah. eight bucks a spot or something like that or if it's something that one of the admins are just trying to give away yeah they'll do like oh i got a growler they do monkish growlers all the time dude for like a dollar a sip mm-hmm. so you pay your one dollar you get a number one through 17 you have a one in 17 shot of a getting a growler of monkish and b just having the growler like that's yeah. a cool little collector's thing that you probably wouldn't get otherwise um, but it's addicting as hell, man. Yeah. It's it's bad. It's like crack. Like you start like I won my first one, which was probably the worst thing that could have happened to me. Yeah. I won a four pack of haze. Just I entered just because I was like oh, I want to try this out, um, and my number hit. So you know you pay your mine was six dollars for that one. I got a four pack of haze for six bucks. Yeah. Didn't have to pay shipping. Didn't have to pay anything. But you also run the risk of not winning anything. So this is a, it's a Facebook beer, it's a group. Yep, highly illegal. Exclusive into the group, though. Yeah, so, so when... it's admin and... It's admin heavily. Closely. There's a lot of admins that are, like, all over it. You need to have somebody nominate you, and then three people vouch for you. Okay. So basically how I got in, Joe invited me, and he got three of his buddies because Joe's respected in this group. He always pays. Yeah. You know, he's, he's you know, he, he razzles quite a bit. So people kind of know, oh, that's Joe, Joe Farrow. So he got three of his guys that he's done razzles with before to kind of vouch for me as like, you know, I say he's cool. Um, and it's been great, dude. I've done 10 total. Um, and I've won three. Not bad. Not so, bad. I mean, your overall percentage, you got to think one in 10. Yeah. Yeah, um, just simple numbers there, and I've won three out of ten. I feel pretty good about it. And you pay with Venmo? Yeah, you can pay with Venmo or pay- PayPal. I do Venmo because I don't have a PayPal. I'm like the only guy in the world <laughs> that doesn't have a PayPal. Um, so basically, it's a beer raffle. Yep. Spots one through ten. You buy a spot at a set price, whatever the seller yep, is. Zero through nine. It's uh yeah zero through nine. Yeah, so no, no, one through essentially one through ten. Um, you a set price set by the seller. Yeah. So the the general rule is to take the cost of the beer, yeah, multiply it by two, and then estimate a shipping cost. Okay. And then divide that by ten because that's, you know, that's going to be ten numbers that you get. So the most common ones, most common numbers are five, six, seven, or eight. Okay. And you can change the price. I guess all the prices have to. Every post has to go through the admins, so the admins can message you if you post something like, you know, I have Bud Light for an eight a sip. They'll message you and say you know f off you're not posting that here yeah but um for the most part it's five six seven or eight and then some of the higher ends like there was a bourbon county vertical that was posted the other day it was like 2010 through 2014 and that was like 15 a sip okay so like some of the depending on the number of beers depending on the scarcity of the beer is a spot sip is a number okay and you can usually only do two sips per razzle so you can't buy like all of them Unless it specifically says B-I-N, which is buy it now, yeah. and then you can buy it. Okay. You can buy all 10 spots and take the beer. Really? And no kidding? people do that. No kidding. With some frequency. That's cool, man. That's that's very It's cool. a lot of fun. Uh, so that will be hitting uh, your beer group soon if you haven't seen it. Yeah. Uh, I'm sure you'll be uh, you'll find out something about that. And speaking of beer groups, we have our guests lined up for next show, next radio show. Uh, February the 21st at 9 p.m. We'll be on 990WBOB.com. Adam Askew of the Rhode Island Craft Beer Group is going to join us. He's going to talk about some local topics, really based in Rhode Island beer, probably some Massachusetts stuff too, I'm sure. Are we going to ask him? big national stories. Are we going to ask him why he dyed his hair? 
Yeah, I mean, we can ask him whatever we That's want. That's got to be one of the four-pack questions. Yeah. Because I want to know why. We can ask him. Uh, <laughs> but Adam will be on our show February 21st, pending something happens. But he, he's in there in very heavy pencil. He seems like a very, very into it guy. Like, very beer-centric guy. Yeah, very... So, I'm uh, excited to talk to him, see what he's... Pick his brain a little bit. Yeah, so looking forward to that. Uh, and we will end the show, as always, with Shelf of the Week, Mo. Um, shelter of the week. We want you to get something out. You got the Pro Bowl this weekend. You got something, some kind of downtime, you know, in between the Super Bowl and and uh, and now. So we want you to go out and have a good six pack. Maybe you're celebrating Jay's birthday this weekend. Yeah. Shout out to Jay, friend of the show. Should be making a treehouse run on Saturday. Yeah, that'd be. Then you wouldn't need a shelter. But uh, so this is something you can grab off the shelf and enjoy this weekend, Mo. Do you have one for me? I, I can't remember if I've done this one before. Okay. I'm having like a little deja vu. I'll see if I Because can. I can't, I, I don't know how it's possible that I haven't done it. Have I done Mo? No, I don't think you have. I don't think I have I don't either. I you doing that. But then when you just like set me up and you said Mo, I was like, oh shit, I've probably made this joke before. <laughs> hey, Mo's shelfer of the week is Mo. But in any case, my shelfer of the week, main beer company, makes a pale ale, 6%. It's called Mo. Uh, find it on any shelf, usually about... Eight to twelve dollars, somewhere in that that yeah. general ballpark. Um, it's got citrus notes, passion fruit, little pininess, which is pretty typical in a main beer uh, beverage. A uh, little bit of malt, but definitely a super dry finish. Uh, very solid, solid beer. Six percent, um, definitely a go-to main beer company. If you don't know, you should know. Really good beer, and uh, at least it's from this decade, Mo. Yeah, like well, I you know I always try <laughs> to bring something cool and fresh, I and you. I you know every you. now and then you gotta have a you know an eight year old or whatever it was. Uh, I have two shelf for the week. One that you won't be able to find around here. Nice, but it will be on shelves. Uh, Creature Comforts. Oh, you know okay. Creature Comforts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They put out a beer called Tritonia. Um, they did a batch in 2015. It was a cucumber line. I had Sounds it at the uh, Weird Funk Fest. Uh, and they put out a new one this week, uh, Mango, Orange, and Lime. It's just kind of a, a session um, session sour ale. It's okay. really good. It's really refreshing. Almost tastes like you're drinking like a flavored water or, or a mixed drink. It's really, really good. And they do really good stuff. Uh, but my actual local uh, shelf of the week is from Dogfish Head. I do a ton with Dogfish Head. Yeah. Uh, well, why not? And since I don't have a show between now and the Super Bowl, uh, the beer is higher math. I don't know if you've seen this on the shelf. It's pretty expensive. I don't think I've ever seen it. I've heard people talk about it. It's though. like almost ten or eleven bucks, like a a twelve ounce bottle. And I don't think I've had uh, it. Before. It's seventeen percent. Damn. It's a golden strong ale fermented with sour cherry juice and cocoa nibs. It'd be perfect to have, like, say, if your team was to win the Super Bowl right. or something celebratory. Uh, it would be perfect then, um, but I have a lot of stuff aging for for the event that maybe your team wins the Super Bowl or something. It, not saying I'm going to bring it, but just saying that <laughs> I've if, definitely it, had if the, it did happen. I've definitely seen this before. I don't think I've ever had it, though. Yeah, it even has a different color cap, so you can't like slide it past people like in a mix six yeah, type yeah, of yeah. thing. Uh, but uh, Dogfish Head, higher math, very, very strong. It, it's almost like... Barley wine strength, where you could share with people and only have like a two or three ouncer. Uh, so that's my show for the week. You can find that anywhere. Yeah, I mean, it's a good it's one. On, it's on every 
every shelf. So, I can see it here at, located at Mucky's. Yeah. So right. we have to do some beer reviews. Yeah, we got to do it. But we're going to leave you here, and uh, we will see you next week. I don't know if I'll be able to be here, but maybe Todd can do a guest appearance for us. I'm sure I could work that out. Week. Yeah, I'm sure I could work that out if I had to. Nice. Yeah, we'll so, so we'll figure it out, both. Thank you, and we'll see you guys next week. See you.